Welcome to Quick Shots with James and Alex Fitzgerald, your favourite cousins. Uh, James, again, is is not joining us. I thought, you know what, no, I've got such great capacity in my Melbourne office to bring little cameo appearances on that I've asked our young Sammy Shukin, our analyst and acquisitions guy, doing all things Adelaide and Melbourne at the moment, to join me. Sammy, hello. Hello, hello. Sammy's absolutely packing his ducks. He's (laughs) packing. (laughs) <laughs> you know what? Better when you're younger than when you're older. Sammy, tell us about you in 10 seconds. What do we need to know? What do the double shot people need to know about Sammy? 10 seconds. Oh, um, this is my first rodeo. I haven't done this before, so it's very nerve-wracking. It shows. Um, Go on. I don't know what else to say. I think you're all right. I've got to get a new pair of undies. Well, mate, you <laughs> yeah, we definitely, mate, maybe a little... Little um, sponsorship from Bonds will get us in there. That would be nice. That would be nice. Uh, thank you for that. And um, I think it's pretty notable that you're a Gold Coast kid who moved down to Melbourne, the big smoke at the start of the year, and you joined us in our in our Melbourne office here. Yep. And uh, you're coming up maybe what a year and a half, two years in uh, in the business, and you moved down with your your lovely yeah that was girlfriend a, Lexi. A big move from the coast down here to Huge. the wonderful Melbourne weather. Huge. And now you're learning all different things about uh, all different real estate markets. Yep, and moving on to the podcast game as well. Exactly, quick shots. All right, so I believe you've actually G'd up uh, the the first question for me. You're going to hit it to me and you can just have a bit of a relax until I hit you with the next one. Yeah, okay, sweet. Um, All righty, well, the first (laughs) one I've got is from Jason. And uh, Jason's asked, uh, how often do you get your investment properties valued? Oh, great question because it is fully dependent on a couple of different things. I probably keep a close eye on everything every 10 to 12-ish months and I do it when I actually put everything together to, to do my tax. But I'm a spreadsheet gal. I think, Sammy, you even caught my spreadsheet the other day and you said, what are you working yeah, on? Yeah, it's very like, complex. This is my spreadsheet. <laughs> I think it looks more complex than it actually is. But long and short is probably every 12 months or so, but that is an indicative valuation that I'll do. So I have a little bit of a look at the market, see what's settled in the area, see what's for sale in the area, just get a bit of a hold on how much equity I might have in that property or how much, um, you know, houses are selling in that area, should I get a valuation? But the proper time I'll do a proper bank valuation, which, you know, you do often pay for and, and whatnot is when I am refinancing the loan um, or I know it's gone up significantly in value and I want the bank to recognise the lower LVR, um, not necessarily for, for full refinance. Um, so I'd say at a minimum every 12 months you should know where your property is at, but that's not a full bank valuation or a paid-for valuation. It is like a, a market assessment. And if you think it's gone up a bunch, I would then maybe get something a little bit more formal. Sammy, I brought you in for this one because you are all things Adelaide. Um, and we've got Christy that's asked, or she sort of made a statement at the start and she said that um, Adelaide seems very popular for investment right now. Mm-hmm. Why is Adelaide such a good state for investment. And I mean, she hasn't said property, but obviously we get property and real estate questions. So in the context of, of real estate, Sammy, what do you have to say back to Chrissy? Yeah, that's a very good uh, question. I'm, I guess there's a couple of ways you can put it. Oh, okay. Um, but uh, I, I think the, the best way to look at it is from a yields perspective. Oh. Um, so the yields there are really good um, in comparison of what you're purchasing the property for. Okay. Um, so, so you're not, cash flow positive, are you? Yeah, there's, there's not so many... Um, Places where you could buy a property for around, say, 600,000, that's, um, you know, 450 square metres and only 30 k's from the CBD, 
um, with a 5% yield. Fair. So, um, it, yeah, it's, it's pretty good. And um, I think that affordability helps um, maintain and uh, a steady sort of um, climate for that, that price point, um, the affordable price point in the market. Nice, nice. Um, That's in, in all sort of climates, yeah. Well, it's no doubt your first first way that you wanted to answer that question. Did you have another way? Multiple ways? No? That's no? <laughs> hey, what about the infrastructure going in? There's so much. You you sit in and do so much research all day. Um, tell us about the like the big things like the, the hospitals and um, and whatnot that are going in over there. Yeah, so there's there's a lot of um, I guess interstate migration moving yeah. over there, and that, and again that that goes back to the affordability. Yeah, yeah. Um, a lot of people want to go and move to Australia, and um, the most affordable place sort of at the moment is is that South Australia, and there's plenty of jobs over there. Um, with a lot of infrastructure coming um, mm. to support those. Interestingly, um, James uh, spoke on our podcast the other week and said that um, even even in Adelaide, um, every um, sorry one in four businesses has like job vacancies. So even though they've got like this crazy population growth, and you probably see the vacancy rates too, which you can tell us about in a second, but um, you've still got lots of companies that are looking for people to to hire. Like they've got vacant jobs sitting there, so they're yeah. actually trying to bring more people into Adelaide. Aren't they? And uh, where, where are they going to live? But where are they going to live? What are the vacancy rates? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, like most <laughs> of the um, the suburbs in uh, Adelaide, the, the, I look on the realestate.com and, you know, you guys could look yourself. Um, but there's, you know, some of them have four to five properties available for rent. Um, and that's not a lot. That's not a lot of homes. <laughs> no, no. Very competitive, Margo. I think the last reported uh, vacancy rate for Oh no, not September, August. September data will be out soon. Was um like point five of percent. Yeah. So yeah, you're probably bang on there, four or five. You know, here and there if you're lucky. Um, crazy. Thank you. And uh, you got the last question there. Yeah, yeah. And the last question I have is from Rose, um, and she's <laughs> she's asked, are uh, dual occupancy properties uh, positively geared? Oh, Rose, typically and, and traditionally dual occupancy properties were positively geared and I suppose that is their main attraction is that there there is more capacity for uh, more rent and, and more yield and, and therefore a positively geared property. Now, for those who aren't sure, dual occupancy is, is essentially like a two-dwelling home but on one block of land. It's not quite a duplex, like they're not exactly mirrored versions of each other, but, you know, part one part of the, de- the dwelling might have a three-bedroom, two-bathroom with a single-car garage and immediately adjoining to the left or the right you might have a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, single-car garage. So then you've got two completely separate tenancies, um, therefore giving you a higher and, and, and more monthly or, or weekly rent, however you want to look at it. Uh, today, it really depends where you look. Property, I should say, land prices and building prices have gone up so much um, that they're not as positively geared as they used to be, dual occupancies. And of course, interest rates have gone up. So when we're assessing positive gearing, I suppose we're talking about over and above the interest that we're paying. But there are still pockets, notably in southeast Queensland, that you can secure positively geared dual occupancy properties. But important to do your numbers on that. But first, especially Rose, like if you're going to look at, at buying one, I think the the shiny dual occupancy is is now 
or, or what used to be. It was always very positively geared and, and very, very good. Now it's it's selected. So you've absolutely got to do your numbers first before you dive into that one and, and uh, get sold the dream, I suppose. Sammy, that pretty much wraps it up. I think uh, you and I have got a, a event to go to tonight. So probably get out there and get some get some free food and introduce you to the people, the people of Melbourne. Yeah, as Lord Sam. As Lord Sam. I've registered him as Lord Sam. Hey, no, but seriously, thank you for uh, popping your podcast, Cherry, here on Quick Shots, and you are welcome back anytime, my friend. Thank you. Thanks for listening to another episode of The Double Shot with your favourite cousins, Alex and James Fitzgerald. If you've got a burning question or something we absolutely need to talk about on the pod, please write to us. Both of our emails are in the show notes. For little real estate tidbits and a little bit of banter, okay, a lot of banter, you can follow us on the gram. Our handle is thedoubleshot.podcast. That, my friends, is thedoubleshot.podcast. Until next time, think of us when you sit back and sip your next double shot.